0: Listening to the <laughs> Regular Guys Bible Study Podcast. We are your host, Ken.
1: And Steve.
0: And we are just regular guys studying the Bible. Not theologians. That's right. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> hey, Steve. Hey, Ken. Um,. Those were really good lyrics you put to that. You like that, huh? It was
1: really good. I was really impressed. Yeah, it was came right off the top of my head.
0: I could tell. <laughs> um, you're not kissing that mic like I asked you to. Oh, are we going to go into this again? Yes, every time, kiss that mic. Love the mic, Steve.
1: Right, this is a Bible study. Oh, sorry.
0: That was the BS part,
1: maybe. All right. I see what you did there. Uh, uh, uh.
0: All right. Welcome back, guys. We're doing John chapter 2. This is the Gospel of John chapter 2. And we'll see how far we can get. We'll go to about 20 or 25 minutes, and um, we'll
1: just see. All All right.
0: right. Um, Do you want to read the first
1: section, Steve? Everyone serves the good wine first, and when people have drunk freely, then the poor wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. This, the first of his signs, Jesus did at Cana in Galilee and manifested his glory, and his disciples believed in him. After this, he went down to Capernaum with his mother and his brothers and his disciples, and they stayed there for a few days.
0: Most people pronounce that Capernaum. I couldn't remember. (laughs) 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 Capernaum. I'm sorry.
1: I like capers. I do like capers. Which I don't know why. They're just like little seed looking things. Yeah, they're good.
0: All right. So um, it starts off and it says on the third day. And, um, you know, since we haven't. uh, Since it's been a couple of weeks since we went through chapter one for us steve Mm
1: -hmm.
0: what does that mean what is the third day do you remember it's the name of a band it is the name of a band but they weren't together yet at this time uh you're probably right yes they're not that old but it was uh the first day um you know uh they went to john the baptist and asked him who he was and the second day uh jesus was doing some other stuff and called nathaniel yes called some people and um or and, Philip and a, calls, them. and a couple of john's disciples became uh switched sides over to jesus and then
1: they're on the same now, side. i know they're
0: on the same side but i'm just saying they they moved over to jesus uh, uh to be his disciples and then this is the third day. So this is 3 days in a row something exciting is happening. Um and there's a couple of other things I noticed when reading this. Um I always thought for some reason that Mary was one of the the leaders like putting on this wedding for this these people but she was just one of the women invited to the wedding mhm and i think that's interesting because i think women are a lot like this today it's they like, really like wine no they like to get together they all like they would all be working the the wedding issue and they mm. love to work the issue of the wedding
1: yeah i just don't get that it makes no sense to me.
0: That's because you're not a woman anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you're so funny. <sighs> um, anyway, I thought that was, that was fun. Um, what else? What did you notice, Steve?
1: That a jar that can hold 20 or 30 gallons is really big and would be really, really heavy when it's full of water. That's true. Let me see a 20-gallon fish tank, for example. I'm just thinking a 5-gallon bucket full of paint. 5
0: gal Yeah, those are heavy. Those are heavy. You don't carry this by yourself, do you? No.
1: Huh. That's Yeah, never thought about that. 20 gallons each? I don't even know how the clay would hold together uh, at those... that point. Oh, it's stone. But Oh, these are sick uh stone water jars.
0: Each holding twenty or thirty gallons. That's amazing.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's big. That
0: big. is really big. And the stone's gotta be heavy in itself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Uh you know what? Uh okay. They didn't carry these things around. That's the trick.
1: They just filled them to the They brand. just
0: filled them and they drew from them. Hmm. Okay, that makes more sense. I was like, how are they carrying this thing? But they did not carry it. No, uh, they probably had this sitting um, where they could um, they would bring water and fill it up and use it
1: throughout the week, probably. So the other thing I noticed, now that we're done talking about that, <laughs> um, in some of Jesus's miracles, he like rubs mud on the eyes to cure of the blindness or whatever. He doesn't really do anything here. He doesn't even pray. He just, no. says, "Hey, go do this." He's a little
0: put out by his mother. I mean, he says, "Uh, woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come." And then his mother doesn't even tell him to do it. She doesn't repeat herself. No. He she just says, do
1: whatever he tells you. <laughs> and it does feel like she's saying I don't care, it's not your time. You're gonna do this. Uh-huh. And he doesn't argue. But I've been told in sermons or whatever that the term woman here is a sign of respect, not a
0: Oh yeah. I can I can I have no idea. I I don't think we can put Hey lady. I don't think we can put it into connotations of today no. and say, oh, he was he was using a de- derogatory, derogatory term. term saying woman instead of yes mother. He could have said yes mother. All right. Yeah. Um, all right, so then he um you know he doesn't really do anything. He just says fill up yep. these with
1: water and then draw it out and, and then take it to the master. Draw it out, so and it just happens to be wine now. Who is the master of the feast if he's not the guy throwing the wedding?
0: I assume he is the wedding coordinator. Uh, <laughs> I'm not thinking that's the case. Uh, uh it might be the father of the groom uh or the groom's uh bond servant, maybe.
1: Uh so he called the bridegroom over. Yep. Oh. So it, it, you know what? It, it could be the father of the bride
0: could be the father of the bride it could also be um we don't really know the culture that well back then or i don't um there might be some people but it could be a village um party right the whole village and so maybe some leader in the village that got the party together for this couple getting married i have no idea
1: yeah you weren't kissing your mic right then i'm kissing it now Gross. (laughs) Ew.
0: Gross.
1: <laughs> Definitely need to label the mics.
0: <laughs> Next time you're kissing this one, Steve.
1: Okay. Um
0: all right. At uh, any rate, I, I don't know who it is. I'm assuming it's a big wig there. Um and what does he mean? What do you think it means by um
1: the best. Uh, let me see. Uh, uh The water. Everyone serves the good wine first. And when people yeah. have drunk freely. Then what is good wine? You think in his. I, I assume take. it's the wine that tastes the best. And then once people get a little tipsy, you start giving them the cheap stuff and they just don't notice. And that's the way I take it too.
0: So. Mm-hmm. um, Yeah, I think at, I think we agree there. Um, and it says this, the first of his signs Jesus did at Cana in Galilee and manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him. Now, it says this, the first of his signs. I believe this is my opinion, but the way Mary acted, I believe this is the first of his public signs because mm. his mother
1: well she knew a lot going uh, into it yeah
0: but I mean she's seen some stuff you know she's seen some stuff for her to say just do what he says you think he resurrected his pet gerbil when it died uh, I I don't know about that but I think I think that he didn't ever go hungry or thirsty and at home he probably just pulled some bread out of his pocket and said here here mama so um anyway but this is the first of his public signs that he ever did and he was not wanting to do this
1: one so do you think the spirit was driving mary to encourage him in this that's a good question, see. Could be. I mean, the audacity to order around the creator of the universe. I know. <laughs>
0: that is hilarious. She had some pretty big responsibilities, if you think about it. <laughs> well, at any rate, um you know, that that was his first sign. Whether he wanted to do it or not, and then he went uh, down to Capernaum, and his mother and his brothers and his disciples. Um, So his brothers were going with him, and these were younger brothers, by the way. Obviously, kind of have to be. Has to be. Um, All right, and they stayed there a few days. And only half brothers at that. That is true. All right, well, let's go on to the next section, unless you want to talk more about that first miracle. No, I'm good. All right, um, I will read this section. Um, The Passover of the Jews was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple, he found those who were selling oxen and sheep and pigeons and the money changers sitting there. And making a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and oxen. And in three days, I will raise it up. The Jews then said, it has taken 46 years to build this temple and you will raise it up in three days. But he was speaking about the temple of his body. When therefore he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this and they believed the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken.
1: For some reason, I always thought this happened more towards the end of his ministry, like when he was provoking them more to get them to destroy his temple.
0: Yeah.
1: It's, I understand you. I'm not agreeing with right, you. I'm but just understanding. Do the other Gospels place it this early in his ministry? Do you know? Um. The whole
0: the whole concept of this podcast is that we're not that bright. No, no. We're not theologians. Um, so I'm sorry. I don't I do I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we're not very bright after all. But um have you ever um like you watch a movie? I watched a movie last night. That's incredible. Wow, the timing of me saying that That's crazy. (laughs) Anyway, you watch a movie and something happens near the end of the movie and you go, oh, you know, like something that was very trivial from earlier. So you suddenly remember it. Mm -hmm. And that's that's how I see this. You know, the disciples, when he raised from the dead, all of a sudden they like, remember when he said that? Dude, he was talking about
1: himself. <sighs> yeah, for me it usually happens the second time I watch the movie. I'm like, "Oh, that was a, a hint. I totally missed it the first
0: time." Yeah. Yeah, that sometimes me too, but I normally don't watch movies twice. Mm, it's pretty rare. Yeah. I I I don't you know, I like movies But I don't necessarily like the time it takes to watch a movie. It's a big investment. It really is. Um, All right. But speaking of investment, Jesus turned over the tables.
1: Yeah. You know that had to make these people really upset.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it kind of makes me think Jesus might have been a pretty big dude.
1: Well, he was in his early 30s, is that about right?
0: In his 30s, his dad was a carpenter, so he probably had some carpentry skills. He
1: wasn't a blacksmith, so (laughs) he wasn't built like that. Yeah, but carpentry back then also included stonemason-type work. Oh, it did? I think. Oh, okay. In that part of the world. Okay,
0: if you say so. I don't know. So? You're a carpenter. Oh, you said it. Uh, all right. Um, you know what? I think we're getting less funny. It does
1: feel that way. Huh. Although I'm not sure we ever were. Oh, it's it's called realization? Yeah, it's like when you get to the end of the movie and you realize, <laughs> oh, nothing we said was funny.
0: Uh, all right. But anyway, he makes a whip of cords.
1: I don't he, think these are charging cords.
0: And no, these, they're, they're not charging cords. These are like, I don't know, leather strips of some, or ropes or something. And, um, he drives the people out and the animals out. Um, and no one stood up against him. That's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, um, First of all, that's probably a God thing. Second of all, he might have been pretty intimidating. And um, thirdly, I think maybe they knew he was right in what he was doing. They knew they were wrong.
1: But why do they ask for a sign? What sign do you show us for doing these things?
0: Um, Do they
1: think that maybe he could be the Messiah at this point? Well... John had already told them he is. Right. Well, we don't really know which Jews are asking this. Yeah, item. yeah, we
0: don't know exactly if they're the same people. Um, yeah, I, I maybe we should look at a different translation. Do you have another translation? What is? Do they always say sign?
1: Take these things hence. Make not my father's house an house of merchandise. That's not the right verse. What what sign shewest thou unto us, (laughs) seeing that thou dost these things?
0: Okay, quit reading that version. It's the King James. Yeah,
1: that's a stupid. No,
0: that's. I don't mean that. All right, I'm gonna look since you can't seem to do it. Do it myself. Um, all right. Let me look at... Dang it. Pardon my language. I'll look at the new NIV. New NIV says... What sign can you show us to prove your authority to do all this? Yeah, every version I've looked at okay. says sign. So I think sign is the is the term... Um, so, you know, I think, um, we don't, we don't see every interaction that Jesus has um, with them. So he was there for several days, uh, before this happened. So,
1: oh, they could be referring to him saying my father's house. Uh cause he said my father, right? So he's claiming.
0: That's a claim right son there. Son of God right there. Yeah. Yes. That's a good point. That could be it. Um, all right. I did notice something that I never noticed before when reading this, Steve. When Okay. So he drove them out of the temple with sheep and oxen, and he poured out the coins of the money changer and overturned their tables. Then he told those who sold pigeons. All right, so he didn't tell all the people who were selling these things. He told the ones selling pigeons. Take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of trade. What does that mean? Why did he just tell the ones who were selling pigeons?
1: Well, I'm assuming the pigeons were in cages, and he would have to open them up and make them fly away or something. Whereas the bigger animals, the guys could reclaim the animals out in the street or whatever. He didn't have to worry about them running away on them. Plus, I think pigeons were there for the poor. So maybe he had a little more compassion for the guys trying to help out the poor people. I'm not sure. That's a guess.
0: Um, Let's see. I'm going to look this up. What's the significance of pigeons? Uh,
1: well, we got to go back to Deuteronomy and all the
0: pigeons and doves often appear in the Bible as animals fit to be offered to God. Hmm. Um. Let's see.
1: So, I don't I don't really know. I don't I think you're kind of reading too much into that. You think so? Yeah.
0: But I mean, it definitely he didn't say he said to them. He said it says it specifically says he told those who sold pigeons. Oh, you know what? Uh He did not drive those people selling the pigeons out.
1: He told them to take them away.
0: Um, told those who sold pigeons take these things. Okay, he didn't drive them out. Oh, okay. You know what? I am making too big of a deal of it. You know why I told them to take them away? He can't drive out the pigeons. I said that the first thing. Okay, but you know what's required for that? You listen exactly, and when you talk, sometimes I just hear blibidi, 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 blibidi.
1: Hey, um, bu-bidi, bu-bidi. so all right, let's see here. Bu-bidi, bu-bidi, bu-bidi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: not sure you're really saying something or not because what I heard was blibidi, blibidi, blubbity. Alright, shut up. That's stupid. <laughs> okay. Um and then uh the disciples, you know, they remember something that w- later. Um or no uh Zeal for your house. Zeal for your house. Where is that from, do you know? That is that
1: from Psalm Psalm sixty nine nine. Okay. So and Jesus um for zeal for your house has consumed me and the reproaches of those who reproach you have fallen on me. Oh, you know what?
0: Oh, no, never mind. All right. I think we should probably stop there. We didn't quite get through all of John chapter 2.
1: Yeah, but the next thing is short. It's
0: really short, and then we'll go through that and and some of three. Yep. Um but anyway, far out of time. I'm really enjoying the Gospel of John. Like I said last time, I think he's a great storyteller. Yeah. And um much more interesting reading of the same stories um than than Luke. I, I really don't like Mark Mark's renditions is like a bullet list of items that Jesus did. Kind of jumps all over the place too. Yeah. It's like a randomized bullet list. Um, we could run that through a sort filter and maybe chat GPT, G T, G
1: P T. Are you having a stroke? Ken? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's not that funny right now, it's Steve. It's not.
1: But you kind of looked like a congressman for a second there.
0: I don't even know what that means. What?
1: Yeah, recently we've had uh What's-his-name, the senator that was speaking, that then he just kind of stopped in the middle of what he was saying. And, oh,
0: I don't pay attention to politics. You know. But our pastor recently
1: had a stroke, Steve. Yeah, but he did a lot better than...
0: Yeah, he's doing great, by the way. Yeah. Um, okay, I think that's all I got. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye-bye.